what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie, and you can get the Let Burn Rant podcast worldwide. All your streaming sites right now that do podcasts, you can get it mainly on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now on Spotify. Go click, listen, and enjoy. Burn. Hey, what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie. This is the Let Burn Rant podcast. Um, <clears throat> special celebration because this is officially the 50th episode of the Let Burn Rant podcast. And for those who don't know, I started this all, I had this already over a year already, but I didn't at the time put any, you know, content into this. Now until the whole anchor format changed around where I was able, we were able to now express ourselves instead of just listening to podcasts, we was able to make our own podcast and give us each our own different stories. For me, I figured to make this podcast about, you know, when I, you know, normally I always make rants on social media. I always talk way too much garbage. So when this was available, after they switched the format around, I said, okay, let me take advantage of it. Um, and now I'm, 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 one, I'm one of the most active, you know, I'm one of the most active shows out here on the web right now. So. Um, shout out to all the listeners who have listened over the last four months. Um, almost reaching a thousand, you know, listeners that's old that's listened to this from many different platforms between the Apple or you know Spotify or Google and other you know distribution podcast sites that the Let Burn Podcast has been out there too. So um, overall, I just like to say thank you for you know listening to the first you know 50 episodes of the let burn rap podcast and i hope the next 50 is even better than the first 50 so without further ado let's get through each topic that i got for today and it's mostly just on a music tip right now i don't think i'm gonna even well i think there's a few that is outside music but everything else is gonna be really on a, on a music note today there's a lot to talk about so i like to get away with the first topic so let's start First topic, Waka Flocka suggested that Nikki should stop beefing with Cardi, Remy, Little Kim, and whoever else she got beef with. Let's just stop right there. Waka, you know, damn well Nikki ain't gonna stop shit. If Nikki right now, if Nikki don't see no competition, she might be right. There ain't no competition against her. Rhapsody can go toe for toe for her, but Rhapsody is in a different lane. She's all for the culture more than the pop culture. She's strictly to the hip-hop culture. Nicki is just pop. That's just, that's just it. She can rap her ass off also, but she's more on a pop views wave. Young M.A. can out-rap Nicki. I don't care. Young M.A. could rip her apart. Young M.A. is a lesbian. Young M.A. is independent. The consumer do not give a fuck about Young M.A. And it's just, I'm just being honest. It's not even the shade against Young M.A. She's a talented motherfucker. Hands down, maybe the best female lyricist out there but she don't dress like a female she don't appeal to the pop culture after ooh that was about it I'm not saying she got blacklisted automatically but at the same time none of her, none of her songs is. she made better songs since ooh right now and yet none is shot in the way it should have been so let's just kick that let's just, move, let's just kick that to the curve right now who else? Little Kim? Little Kim is finished Little Kim got First, she's bankrupt right now. What Lil Kim's gonna say? Her money and shit? You can't. You're bankrupt. You should, rap shouldn't even be your focus right now. You should be able to. You should. You you you're right now at a point right now, Lil Kim. You should even do reality TV like Love and Hip Hop. That'd be suited for you at this point. That's when I see Lil Kim. Lil Kim is, a, is one of the greatest female rappers. I think she was the greatest until Nicki came in and just stormed that out. Let's move that to the side. Who else? Remy Ma, two years removed from a, a dope. Platinum single all the way up with Fat Joe. Album sucked. We don't even know when she's dropping her album. All the songs that she had as singles right now with A Boogie, with her fucking Little Kim, with Chris Brown, they ain't hitting. So something's, something's wrong with her manager, something's wrong with Ain't No, something's wrong with that whole record label. They're not treating her as a top priority because Remy Ma is not a top priority in that, in that, in that, that label. Collecting Columbia Records, she's not top priority. So I don't see, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen 
she's definitely gonna still be in love and hip hop for for a couple years after that. Even she had one she had one great diss track against Nicki, and obviously Remy could Remy could destroy her ball for ball. But as an overall talent, no. Now Remy Ma Remy Ma got sex appeal. She's got she's she's hella sexy. She's got sex appeal. Why I don't know. Do I think this? Do I think this? They got hate against dark skinned females. Hell yeah, I believe the I believe the media and everything else. They don't. I don't know. They they get something against dark skinned females. They got an issue with. I don't know why they do that. They have issues with them more than light skinned females. I don't know. That shit. That shit. Shit is stupid. Shit is fugazi as fuck right now. It shouldn't even count to the fact. But since it does count to the fact, this is where we at right now. Now. Does that does that really give a title to Nikki not to be to does it really give the right to Nikki to really still have hate against everybody? First of all, I don't, well, I don't know how this beef even started. I thought Nikki was cool with everybody. I don't know what was said. I don't know what Nikki did behind people's backs for for her to be hate this much. Or maybe Nikki didn't do anything. Maybe it's just everybody saying her name because she's a, she's a top artist right now. So maybe it's the way to force competition. And for the longest, everybody's been trying to force competition on Nikki right now. This is now the, this is pretty much evident right now with Atlanta, you know, forcing, you know, forcing Nikki to go one on one against, you know, Cardi and everything like that. It's 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 it's, un, it's unsettling right now that you know females can't get along, and you know, hopefully maybe they can one day reconcile the differences and make a strike together. Mine is a little Kim. I think Remy, Nikki, and Cardi. Even though I don't really think that's gonna happen, and quite honestly, you know, it was even amazing that Cardi and Nicki was even on the same track with the Migos thing. But we already know how that all went about. So uh, I don't, I don't know about them making a track. I do hope there'll be peace and love. You know, making a track together. I don't think Nicki would ever make a track with none of them. Definitely, she ain't gonna make a track with Cardi again, or be a part of a track with Cardi again. That ain't never gonna happen. With Remy, Remy, Remy just she for her. So no, I don't think that's gonna happen. Little Kim, there's so much bad blood between those two. I don't even know how it started and why it started, but no, that's not happening. Also, um, I do each. I do shout, shout out to all of them and Rapsy and Younger May. I, I just hope that one day maybe they all come together and you know be on the same BET you know cipher and just rip the shit. I can only dream. So. Hopefully they fix it. But back to Walker, before I even leave this. Walker, I hope you fix your issues with Gucci Man also because for the talk for you what you're saying right now, you should be able to fix the issue with Gucci Man. But I don't think he will because the because it's not just it's more than music right now, it's pride, it's everything that Gucci Man and your and your mom went through also and that never been fixed. Hopefully it does and maybe we can see Yah two collab on a track again. Mess, you know, both of you are not ha- both of you haven't really fell off. I don't say I don't think you both fell off. Gucci Man has had a resurgence since he got out of jail. He, he, you know, he's he's been on a numerous hits right now. And yes, you not you're not been the same. You know, even though you went to EDM and everything like that, you're still maintaining, you're still maintaining a, a type of success right now that other artists after ten years haven't done. So the fact that you're ten years deep right now. And you still be able to maintain yourself, even though not really still being in the game, but you're still in the industry just like that, just to still maintain some type of success, to still get some money for you and your family. It's still it's still amazing for Walker, and you no, know, hopefully Walker continues what he's gonna do. Like I said, Walker don't probably don't even care about that shit right now. He's making, he's got endorsements somewhere. He's still, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's still in love and hip hop Atlanta, and he's still doing EDM. Fuck it, why not? He's still doing his thing. That's about it for that one. Boy, I hate this little nigga Tariq. I hate this. this if you don't know, Tariq is played by Michael Rainey Jr. Michael Rainey Jr. is the you know he's the he, that's the that's the real name. He plays Tariq on Power. Tariq, I think St. Patrick's. He plays Tariq, I said, overall on power. And boy, this boy has been fucking up left and right since this year started. 
since last season, mostly after he got his sister Reyna killed in the in the power show by whatever his name is. First episode, my man's put the cold put the drop on Drake, calling him to let him know that Ghost and Time's gonna kill him. That shit went haywire. And just right now, I'm just wa- I just watch Power right now. Fifty Cent is dead. Like, well, Kanan, Kanan is dead. I was like, what the fuck? I don't even know how and why even fucking Tariq even did that shit. He really does. He and he listened to his fucking mama. Cops fucking pulled up. Kanan had nothing to worry about. He, he was good. Nigga found a gun in the trunk. Nigga said he we kidnapped the dude. Uh, yo, Kanan went out like a motherfucking G. He said he wasn't going back to jail. He definitely wasn't going back to jail. My man murked four cops before him dying from from self from the gunshot wounds he 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 got from the female cop. He took down all these cops. And you know, I thought he was gonna. I I really thought he was gonna live. I honestly thought he was gonna live. And you, and I'm kind of you know it's kind you know it kind of sucks that he didn't live. Because I think the whole game would have been switched, switched around to a point where Kanan has to now kill Tommy and Ghost right now and Tasha for setting Tariq on him. But we will never. That's not the case no more. Kanan is dead. I I don't I don't know what I what with the last two episodes right now. Power left. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm pretty sure 50 Cent is going to address this why he decided now it's time to pull the plug. And um, we'll see from there. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of power. I, I can honestly say I like power more than I like Empire. I think I can, I can, I, I'm good with the 10 episodes over 17 episodes that, you know, Empire has done or maybe 20 they got right now. I don't know, but 10 right now. You can you can really fit ten into what it is for the whole summer. You could be satisfied with what you get out of these ten episodes of Power, which leads for me to believe that maybe Power, you know, after five after five you know seasons, what's gonna happen in season six? I'm pretty sure season six might be the final season of Power at this point right now. And it's been the best. It's definitely it's been hands down the best show that Stars ever has produced. Numbers has been going so high. People's been downloading the app just to watch Power. It just it kind of wonder what's the domino effect right now. Yeah, even though Fifty Cent, you know, Kanan also wasn't really the main guy of this whole show. You still got the top four guys, four people there. Um, with Omar, with Natia, with um Joseph, and. Lino, whatever her name is, she plays Angela Valdez. But overall, you got those four, and they so far survived up to this point. I'm pretty sure before the next two episodes, right now, I'm pretty sure one of them is getting killed. And the domino effect of power, we're gonna find out right now. This is this is this is definitely big. I was hoping that Dre was gonna be the one to get you know just cut off right now, but Dre survives again. I feel like. Ray might not. Ray might be alive for the rest of the way at this point right now with two episodes left, and Kanan is gone before Dre. This whole st- when these three made the plan that they're going to get Ray. So much shit has happened since then, since the first episode that everything has been divided up to a point where right now Tommy and Ghost might go at it again. Tommy's just Tommy's tired with the family. Tommy wants out. He's good with Keisha. He wants her. It's very clear that he loves her. Teresi might turn Tommy into a pack at this point. Ghost might get locked up also for for murder of the of the Fed. So much there's a lot of storylines that have not been solved right now and I don't know how this is gonna end in the last two episodes right now. You already killed one big piece right now of the puzzle with Kanan. So that whole shit goes south right now. I guess Tommy does keep his corporation right now. He won't have to worry about no threats that Kanan was put, is posing. But damn, the fact that Kanan is gone right now, shit, I don't know. I hope Tasha's happy, though. I don't know why and what made Tasha even do that. But I, I have my own spoiler that maybe 
Canaan was the father of Tariq. I don't know. That's how I don't know. I feel so. I feel maybe that was the case. Maybe I don't know why I felt that type of way. But so far, that's not been the case. But maybe I could be wrong. Maybe something will pop up and we'll reveal something about Tasha's life that ain't been talked about. But who knows? But yeah, Tariq, Tariq, Tariq's a grimy little nigga right now. He's really hopping around while everybody's getting killed off and shit. Somebody's gonna catch him. And, you know, they don't need to lose another kid since they already lost, you know, Reyna. But at the same time, <laughs> Tariq gotta go. Tariq gotta go. The little nigga gotta go. Okay, attention, attention, attention to everybody right now that's an artist right now that's that's performing on a big platform right now. There's got to be some type of communication with the security to the local venues, whoever's running this shit. Your main component right now is the artist. You didn't make sure, you know, when it comes to security, your job is to make sure that the artists don't get hurt. Everything's locked down pat. Fans don't find some way to jump on top of shit. That's that's your job. Keep that. If, as long as you focus on that, no issues will happen. No white gets sued. How you let a white boy jump on stage to a Jay Z and Beyonce of concert? Of any, first of all, of all the artists in the world right now, these two has been the only two I can think of right now. Beyonce and Jay Z has not gotten to them type of issues. Well, I don't think I think B got to one um, maybe over a decade ago, but that's when that was way before. But, that was way before she became as big as she is right now. Hove, hell no, Hove is not the type of dude to even become part of that type of, you know, nonsense. Hove is not somebody else at that site. But Hove is not Hove no more. Hove is hitting 50. Hove ain't gonna be on some 26 years old shit right now and start stabbing somebody. Hove is 49, 48. So I don't see Hove doing that no more. He's got a lot to lose at this point. But they let a drunk, somebody, one of these security guards or whoever is running this club Allowed, well, not club because they're not, they're not, they're not small time artists. They're big time people, so stadiums. Who will let this motherfucker drunk dude get on the arena, stadium, stage, and pretty much inches of Jay Z literally reports that he almost punched Jay Z. That backup dancers had to get involved and jump in and stomp him out before the security did because everybody's confused on what's going on. Was this a part of the show? You know, damn fucking wrong, this ain't part of no show. What white do you know is drunk as hell, trying to swing out Hove? It's a part of the show. I'm surprised Hove didn't stab one, he stabbed on. Hell fucking no. Mm-mm. Somebody, they're gonna, that's another, that's another $100,000 for Jay and Beyonce. Somebody's getting sued. That venue is getting sued for even allowing this type of shit. And this is why I tell you when it comes to security, when you have to police these, a crowd over 10,000 people. Watching a superstar, watching superstars perform, let alone a superstar couple and B and J. You got, you, y'all got, y'all got to do, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to fucking do better. This is one thing that was overseas. This is in, this is in states. This is bad. There's a lawsuit gonna be dropping. Daisy's gonna call Tata. Somebody's gonna make their arrangements. Somebody getting sued, hands down. And now I'm just gonna leave it like that. Y'all, 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 y'all should never let this happen. You know, damn well. All Jay Z and Beyonce do is get the money, get the money, and get the money. They have, they are, they are pretty much the first, they are the first man, first lady of, of this country right now. Especially for hip hop. You could even say R&B also, but strictly hip hop. These guys are the power couple. They already made about two billion dollars together. All they do is making money and equity right now, and this is and this is just. <laughs> you really think that they're gonna they're gonna allow some crazy fan to try and stop them? First of all, the fact that security was even there around this area right now shows that there's a there's a lack of respect, and it also shows that anybody can get it. If a fan was able to get on the uh, get that close to Beyonce and Jay, what makes you think a fan can get close to six nine? What makes us think fans can't get close to the Migos? B&J is by far as high as you can get to just get into their face. So automatically, if all bets are off right now, I think you have to, I think security, I think venues, stadiums and arenas got to find a better way to separate 
the crowd to the artist when shit like this happens. Even if you have to push it back 10 feet, I would, you know, I always, I suggest that's maybe the better situation, better solution, honestly. That's a better solution than them so, so close to the stage because automatically, barricades ain't gonna do shit. I don't know where the security had even during the barricades, but he was able to get, he was able to get there with ease. I don't know the full selection, I mean, the full details of this, but it sounds like I don't, I don't, I'm not even gonna read the full details because he got that close to Jay. He got that close to Beyonce. And Jay, I, yo, I fucks with Jay. I'm, I'm sorry. I fucks with Jay. I'm not big on Beyonce music, but I heard all of Jay-Z's catalog. I'm big on Hove. You can't just, you, you going against him. Security got to do better than that. I expect a lawsuit within the next week or two or whenever they finish it on the run tour in America. You can't, you can't, like I said, unacceptable. Shame on the venue for even allowing this shit to happen. Shame on security. Whoever was not, whoever was not doing their job is definitely getting fired. And I wouldn't be surprised they'd be part of the lawsuit also that this pending them for, the, for lack of negligence. But, you know, allowing a fan to get on that close to even assault hold with Beyonce, unacceptable. Okay, I, I've i seen enough right now with this whole NBA young boy, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, whatever you want to call her. She came back on social media again with a big-ass cookie in her fucking face. She got knocked the fuck out. Try to explain it was hot boiled water that popped out of the fucking oven or stove and popped her in the fucking eye. Now, I am not smart. I am not a smart motherfucker. But I know science, and that ain't science. Your ass got beat up. It's clearly your ass got beat up. Now, for all intents and purposes, I'm going to assume that this is NBA Youngboy. He was just locked up for a couple, what, months over this shit. I'm pretty sure case is still pending on him. And this is what he does when he gets out through this shit. If it found that he did this, because right now we have to look at everything right now for what it is. Everything points to NBA young boy at this point. She's still done with him. He's have a history of hitting her. The video's video that shows it. Clearly, he's not he he there's no support system around NBA young boy or his girlfriend Jania. There's no support system either way to help both of them at this point to show them different the show there's different ways to handle the situation she's a huge I'm, I'm pretty sure she's expecting a kid any day now with him this ain't good the fact that he's still doing this shit something needs to be something needs to be fixed right now before this gets out of hand and then who knows baby could get hurt she can get hurt or all of them could get hurt nobody's teaching NBA young boys some discipline as a man hopefully somebody can do that but until somebody can put their feet and step into this right now and get involved, who, what, what does it do? She's crying out. She's deaf. She's clearly she's crying out for help right now. She wouldn't be making fucking stupid ass posts about her and saying that, oh, he didn't touch me. It was just all oh, these other fucking excuses that don't make no fucking sense. No fucking boiling water popped out and jumped at you. You made it seem like you was, you was gang, 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 bang. No fucking no. That did, then that shit did not happen. You need to stop lying, woman, and just be honest. He's got a hidden problem, and for, for whatever reason, he don't know when to stop. And if you are, you know, making it worse, maybe you need to find a way to stop trying to act a fool over him. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. You can't force him what to do. Move away from the situation. That's it. That's all I can say about this. If you know it's gonna be continue, it's gonna continue. Leave. This is getting way too toxic for you. There's no clear reason why you even still dealing with him. Now if, it's, now, if it's somebody else doing it, like, I don't know, whoever, then clearly you should call the cops and get this over with. The fact that you're making lies and acting and just saying nonsense over bullshit as objects that doesn't even do that type of shit show, shows you're crying out for help and you don't know how to go about it. Social media is 
social, social media is not there to be your friend. Social media will judge you, will, will laugh at you, and most likely they will call the cops themselves. You gotta get this fixed right now. NBA young boy, if you're all doing this, you need to stop. You need to just let go, move on, and get your life back in order, man. How much more bullshit you need to get yourself into before something bad happens to you? If you are expecting a kid at any day, man, you really think the kid needs to see you being on their mom? Oh, no. If it is you, man, get some help. The souls of baby mamas will get some fucking help. Both of y'all need some fucking help. If it's not going to work, break up and call it a fucking day. Put the nigga on child support or however y'all want to do it. They'll make sure this is better for the kids. That's it. I'd like to say congratulations to Mano Ginobili from the San Antonio Spurs, who spent pretty much his entire career with the San Antonio Spurs, 16, 17 years with them, four-time champion, five-time, you know, NBA, you know, five-time Western Conference champions, multiple-time Western Conference finals appearances. They, he's been to playoffs every year since he's got to the team, along with, like, you know, Tony Parker and, you know, Kawhi Leonard and you know Tim Duncan he's gonna he's definitely when you look at international players that's transcended to the NBA he's definitely got you definitely got to consider him top five international players in NBA history ever the 2002 Argentinian team that he was a part of that beat the American team for the gold medal I believe it was gold medal I'm not sure but I think his Argentinian team beat them fantastic. I think that was the 2002 team when it had Stefan Marbury of all teams. So, you, listen, it, listen, Ginobili is that great. And the Spurs started that moment after he did what he did against America to bring Popovich, brought him over. Ginobili, since then, for all the issues he went through, he was one, he's been, he was a reliable a two-time all-star he didn't care about if he you know played in the bench he didn't care about that he was more focused about the team concept the emphasis on team he was a team player overall so it's a big loss in the nba <coughs> excuse me it's a big loss in the nba to lose a talented you know team player he can play Three, like he can play three positions pretty much. He can go up pretty much anybody he wanted to. He was that good of a player. He's gonna, he's gonna leave. He left a mark in the NBA, especially for international players all over the world. You know, I think you know if you had to put him into the Mount Rushmore NBA players, like international. I mean, like I'm not talking about just out here because. I don't think he compares to all the other greats. He's not. He ain't like Michael. He ain't like LeBron. I don't think he he he'll never be like Kobe or anything like that. He was. Ginobili was a special player, and you know, me watching him through all those years, you, you could just tell that no matter what, Ginobili was just a fighter. He those those no just ain't as given up in his heart. So he played very. He, the style of play he did was just is unmatched. It's gonna. It's definitely a loss, but at the same time. He he gave everything he can. He's like 41 years old. It's not like he he came into the NBA pretty much in his primes, especially when at a time when international players, you know, most of them don't pan out. Only a few exceptions, like like Nowinski. Nowinski's 21 years. He's definitely he's already he's the goat when it comes to international players. He's hands down the goat. And then you have to go down that list. You have to say you got to also put Yao Min into it, even though Yao Min didn't play as many years as he wanted to. Or what, eleven years? He, he was a he was a sensation. Then you then you Ginobili's right there. He's definitely top five of all time international players in the NBA. Um, yeah, we're gonna miss him. I, you know, this is definitely. I won't speak about the Spurs. I think I'll I'll I was I'll save that for. Uh, maybe another, maybe uh, I'll save that for the next topic after this. But I'm just gonna keep it on Ginobili. Ginobili, right now, hands down, like I said, I think after you put him, after Nowinski, you can toss it up between Yao Min 
or Nowinski as you know who's the best player international player in NBA history between those two Yaman was he he made an impact not just in America but just in China it was a cultural change over there just because of the Rockets and what they stand for and they still wear you know Japanese Chinese jerseys you know with the with the Rockets and then you Ginobili like I said a four-time champion you can't deny that you can't deny what Ginobili did so overall big loss he he's gone he go he's listen he's going out as a winner he was a winner in Argentina he was a bigger winner in, in, in America he's he's a winner he gave the he, he was a he was a he was a part of he was a piece to the big three that can that was just all you know the baby the best big three ever and that's where we stand so great career Ginobili thank you and hopefully whatever you do next is bigger than this now as I told you before about Ginobili retiring where does it leave the San Antonio Spurs and honestly I, I don't have no real clue right now Tim Duncan has already been removed out of the game for the last two three years right now once the season starts to be two or three years then you got Kawhi Leonard who was traded for what um, DeMarco Rosa and uh, I forgot another pick and another unnamed center and then you got Tony Parker who who left pretty much because the uncertainty of the Spurs team he wanted more minutes he fi- he figured going to Charlotte the Hornets would give him more minutes hopefully I, I would think so but I don't see how when you got you know Kimball Walker still there and Monk still there well who knows maybe leadership will be you know at what they need him for but Tony Parker is better off just staying with the Spurs for one more year and just calling it quits also. Or maybe just leaving with Ginobili. It was probably better off. But the fate of the Spurs right now is pretty much simple. No no one knows. This is a whole new ball game for Popovich, who seen Tony Parker leave. Ginobili just retired. Kawhi Leonard gets traded. You got a... You got a you got a you got a great all you got a great all star who's bubbling to be a superstar in Demarco Rose Demar Rosa, you got Demarcus Aldridge who still if you consider him your number number one option he because he's still an all star in his own rights, who should be a superstar but maybe because he's in San Antonio and because of this team right now maybe he's not giving that type of shine, but he can play his he can play his ass off. You got those two components. You got a lot of young pieces around you right now. And Parker Soul, who also I didn't put up there as one of the greatest international players of all time because he is in, in regards also. He's he's going he's approaching forty right now. He's he's definitely a Hall of Fame in my eyes also, but he's approaching forty. So this we don't the wheels of the wheels are slowly falling off for the Spurs right now. And what can what can Craig Popovich do right now? Does Craig Popovich even have it in him to even? Give this team one more run right now to even get to the playoffs. I don't think this team is winning no more championships. I think that's about it. I don't think they're going. I don't think they're. They don't have the right pieces to even make that type of run for uh just to, just to even get to the championship. And San Antonio is not really a great destination spot when it comes to free agency. Other than you know, Marcus Aldridge is even just coming in, but he I mean, he came in just for, under Tim Duncan, hoping that they can get one more with Tim Duncan. They got close. It went didn't go to didn't go the way they wanted to. Um, I don't see. Yeah, I don't. I don't see what I don't see the Spurs getting. I see them get to the playoffs. I think to say that they're not gonna they're gonna miss the playoffs is a lie. Uh, the West is very competitive, and Popovich is the best coach in basketball. I would never count out the Spurs because of him. He always makes this team better somehow through any type of schemes and system he does. Whatever players he does, he makes them work together. He's got a lot of young players that right now already gelled last year. 
you got them in another you got them another year right now uh, they're older they wised up a little bit they can do something we'll see right now what the rosa do and you know he's a, he can he, he's at he averaged 25 last year you add that up with you know Marcus Aldridge who averaged around 22 23 so you got two you got we got two over two people can score over 23 points on that squad you as long as you get some good you know rebounders around you and some solid shooter, shooters since you lost Danny Green I don't see why this team can't compete in the Western Conference you know any imagination about them getting up to the top three is the Warriors Rockets and the Thunder that's about it and I'm not even too sure about the Rockets and Thunder right now because I'm pretty sure they, they, both teams are looking shaky right now. Warriors is anti up the price right now with the fucking getting Demarcus Cousins, and he ain't he won't be able he won't be able to play until February. But the fact that he'll come back 100 percent and maybe dominate is is gonna be is gonna is gonna be bad for everybody. And if we ain't even talk about the Lakers. I think the Lakers will get high up there. They'll get to the playoffs, but how far can they go with LeBron James with his whole young squad around him? So I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Spurs right now to say they'll be in the playoffs. But if anybody, if any team right now that have that have no certainty about getting to the playoffs can make this work, Popovich will make this work for this team. Um, Highland is on the on this note. Senator John McClain, um, McCain, sorry, from Arizona. He's been pretty much senator and just represented that whole state of Arizona for so many years, over at least 50 years, including military services. He passed away for a brain tumor or brain cancer. It affected the brain. Nonetheless, I, you know, I, I don't really have really anything against him because I don't really know him like that other than him being a senator, other than him facing Barack Obama. And just all of the little antics, and but I I really had I I really had a little bit more profound respect for him I guess how the way he handled the whole situation with him and Trump, pretty much shutting him shutting down any type of deals made necessary, like he really didn't give a fuck about Trump to the fullest, and I, I guess you know he was he was the guy for America he was wasn't you know he wasn't for a Democrat he wasn't for a Republican I guess he was just for the people and that's one thing that you know we don't we don't have these days when it comes to senators they're all to their own party lines but it's none it's not like nobody's like representing the people so that was a kind of it was a little, it was a little good to see that when it came to him especially with everything he was going through but um like i said condolences to his family overall for you know the loss. He will. He's he's one of the greatest. I don't know. I can't even say one of the greatest senators ever because that's a lot of you know senators and all that bullshit. But nonetheless, he lived. He lived a great life. You know, it's it's crazy enough because his mom is still alive and his mom is like 104. And you know, we you know it's crazy when I look at hood terms when you know all these you know young dudes' moms. Bury their, bury their son because their son gets into their son dies before they the moms die, and she's 104, so it's kind of crazy. But um, that R R R P to And uh, I guess I'll top it off on my last topic of this episode. Um, Aretha Franklin passed away. I'm guessing for those who don't may know her, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people already know her by now. She's well, you know, engraved in a lot of you know old timers' heads. That passed down to younger generation about her music. Um, she's the queen of soul. So um, I haven't really bumped much of her music as of late, and it's not is I know I'm not. You know, I'm not saying I'm not big on her music, but I just haven't had a time to just take a, you know, take a break away from everything and just listen some, listen to some good music. It's not like it's not like it used to be when I was young, when I could just, you know, belly it in and just bump anything. And just now, everything is time consuming. Even when I got a phone on me, it's still time consuming because I don't always pay attention on every little basic things. But I, I, I just, I caught wind about this maybe a couple of days ago about Aretha Franklin passing away, 
Um, she's like it's a hands down icon, one of the greatest musicians ever to touch the mic, the stage, the platform, the arena. She's she she's the and she and she was still singing even before everything started going downhill for her. Condolences to her family, nonetheless. Right now, I won't go into any long details with Aretha Franklin. I it just is a handful of you know legends that you know we're losing left and right, and it's just it's pretty much in the pop culture. Just you know, everybody you know is, is there somebody's time, somebody's time, somebody's gotta go. You know, it's just shocking that we see them. You know, but we have to understand that, you know, especially at their age right now, that stuff like this is bound to happen. You know, we just saw John McCain. Like I said, John McCain, he passed away. He fought a good, he fought a great fight against, you know, brain cancer. And just so happened, you know, he's, he's, he's gone. Aretha Franklin was also fighting herself also. Was also fighting her issues also before she passed. Certain things right now is just, you know, as we get older right now, death becomes the normal when we see people we start watching, you know. Rather he's rather it's a you know, is one of them is it's a it's an artist or it's a just a a great person or a loved one you know pass away. It's extremely difficult as a fan because, you know, now it makes us wanna listen more. And it sucks too now when it comes to music right now, people gotta die just to you know, start you know listening or buying their their music and shit. We just we just went through this with Exorcisation when he got murdered. You seen how everything went up for him when it came to his album and his single. Everything went up a gazillion times where it should have, and it probably would never had, that probably would never been the case if he was alive. So I just I, with that being said, I feel like we gotta cherish people while they're still alive because you never, may never know when you ever get a chance to cherish them and I'll leave it as that I said I was going to just leave it with the Aretha Franklin just to leave it on a closing remark but I had to talk my shit right now with this whole Kanye West and Drake shit again I didn't even want to talk about this but I, I felt like it was needed to just to end it off right now and I'm definitely going to end it off like this I'm going to end off with this so I really had nothing really big to say on this episode, but I I can get I can at least to talk my shit on this one. Kanye West went on a interview somewhere in Chicago. I don't even know he he even visited Chicago, but salute to him. He went to Chicago. He said that the reason why these two started beefing was over a beat. Now, com- a person with common sense will just honestly tell you what it is. They're not gonna sugarcoat it. They ain't gonna lie to you. They're not going to play them tit-for-tat bullshit. They're going to tell you what it is, and if you don't like it, suck a dick. Now, when I hear shit like this, in the sense of what Kanye said, Bobby don't believe it. A fucking beat. This is, I don't know. Now, if we're looking at the, if we're looking back to Drake right now, I'll take it back to a couple years ago. When Drake was, well, Drake was just rising to his peak. He wasn't exactly there right there when he's like he is right now. But when he was rising to his peak, he when he dropped zero to one hundred, and the issues he had with Diddy because of the beat, because technically that was Diddy's beat, and Drake just you know kind of took it. I'm pretty sure he paid. He also paid some type of money to it also, or something. Even though that was his homie's beat, anyways, from the OVO, you know, team. So in hindsight, technically, you know, it's the homie still beat right there. Drake might, Diddy might have bought it, but Drake could, you know, Drake could kind of, you know, finesse his way to the beat, and he probably he did. It became zero to one hundred. It was a dope single. Problem is, Diddy wasn't on it, and if I'm not mistaken, allegedly Diddy did buy the beat. They got into an issue, and Diddy clapped him. Diddy's has said he that's not the case, but you be the you be the judge. You, you I guess what I'm trying to say is Drake, you can't be you can't be getting mad at motherfuckers over a beat when you was doing that shit back then, and you probably still doing it now. Now, if that's not the case though, 
then Kanye, you need a better excuse. <coughs> Sorry, you need a better excuse on why you why you're lying this badly for. It seems like everybody that goes against Drake, they just feel like they want no issues and they don't want no type of smoke. Oh, they're a fan, all this. And Kanye was talking, Kanye was talking like he was scared as shit. Like, oh, me and him, we'll fix our issues and all this and shit. Kanye, I don't think this could be fixed. The fact that it's out there now, Drake's son is out there, which I'm pretty sure that wasn't, that probably wasn't meant to be said unless it was on Drake's terms. I, I don't know. Now, it's, it's it's too much of a coincidence that you know the moment that y'all link up and do all this shit, that's when you start flipping out. I don't believe I don't really believe about this whole beat thing, but it will be fucking stupid if Drake is really beefing over a fucking beat. If you if you're just highly beefing over a fucking beat, then hands down I think I think I think that's that's probably for the dumbest the dumbest reason to go against somebody ever. And that also makes you more of a hypocrite, especially when you when you. Then you just get beat up for taking uh, taking a beat. You mad over a beat? Come on, why you couldn't take it? Also, uh, sorry, Kanye. I will, I will, I will, I would like to believe you in this in this matter, especially where you don't really do much interviews like that. You've been keeping your mouth shut ever since this since Pusha T smacked Drake, but well, not smack him in a physical sense. I mean, like in a lyrical sense. I just don't believe, you know, what you're saying right now. In the words of Jay Z, we need more people, and I, I, am not convinced on on this, on this excuse. I'm sorry, I don't believe that one bit. I believe, I believe what was said is what was said. Motherfucker, you Drake went to Wyoming. Y'all linked up. He told you some secrets. I don't know what what left, but you did what you had to do. Pusha T got the knowledge of it. That's when he thought Drake might have won this battle. Push it, he, put, he, 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 he ended you. And you know what? You might have won the, the complete war out of all of this because one billion streams. And listen, it's a lot of money for one billion streams. Um, you, handle your, you handle your business overall. So with that being said... I don't know. I I feel like Kanye, you need a you need a better excuse than what you're giving out right now. And I hope I hope and pray that Drake, you're not really beefing people over beats. <coughs> I hope you're not doing that, especially when you got so many dope producers at OVO right now that can give you hits with a beat. All you need is just reference or not reference or lyrical talent that you possess. Um. Yeah, that's about it. I just leave it as that. Drake, you, if you're beefing over a beat, you're, you're petty. Kanye, I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go, you know, out the limb and say that this is not even true. You need a better excuse. Cause I don't think nobody's gonna be beefing that hard for a beat. Drake is beefing more than what you think right now. And the moment his son, the moment his, it was exposed on his son and shit, and forty getting disrespected with MS. Hell no, that's not Drake is not going Drake is not letting that slide. It's, it's full on war mode in his head right now. He felt like his character, his credibility was damaged, and he lost a lot of business. I'm pretty sure he lost business deals right now, like Adidas, to this shit. Drake is going for niggas next. Kanye, you should watch out right now because Drake is not Drake 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 is listen, Drake is running shit right now, as I I'm as I see right now. And Drake ain't stopping right now. He's putting he's put, he's making sure everybody get the next cut off at this point you're gonna be next watch out that's it peace and that's it for me that's it for me that's it for me thank you for listening to the 50th episode of the let burn rap podcast the 50th five times well i'm not even gonna do that i'm not gonna even do that whole five times shit but I enjoy each and every one of you that has listened to this podcast, that has hopefully subscribed, depending on what type of outlet you're on in the social media world. And um, I like to thank Anchor for for you know for redesigning itself and making it available for anybody to speak their mind and talk to people. 
and connect and interact and I made this podcast to express my feelings, express how I feel. Just to just to open up on just me. I got tired of typing characters on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I do it once in a blue moon, but it's not the same no more ever since I've been on Anchor right now. I officially launched Anchor. I had Anchor for since since last year, but I officially launched launched it as a podcast in April. And since then, I'm 50 episodes deep right now. And I definitely can go a lot more than that, but I always is I always want to tack everything into just one like, you know, I don't want to just always break it down to episode, episode. It, it might be better that way, but at the same time, I'm not there right now to just focus on one episode with just one t- whole topic and just go in depth for the whole 30 minutes. That's not me. I like to break it down with different type of topics or segments or whatever you want to call it. Round them all up. Add a little interlude in the middle with a little, you know, ringtone to the shit. And voila. That's pretty much my day inside a whole week consists of all the stuff that's happened in the last couple of days and uh it's been it's been enjoyable i appreciate everybody who's has who have taken the time to do listen i've been peeping the numbers right now you know and for somebody you know with my attitude in my mouth you know i didn't think i was gonna get you know the, the amount of numbers i got about I already got almost 700 listeners right now in total, just been bumping me. And, um, much love to Apple. Anchors once more for even allowing this. And uh, just the way they're able to distribute their, you know, their this whole podcast to different other outlets around the podcast world is fantastic. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. I'm, I, I, I'm speechless at this point. So, like I said, Apple Music for their distribution also spotify for their distribution uh much love to google music um breaker cast box uh what out out of uh, outbox um hopefully i can get it hopefully i can get the tune in if i can get the tune in i think i'm good i'm straight after that but overall to everybody thank you thank you and thank you for listening to the Let Bear Ramp Podcast. And that's it for now. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace, love, and hair grease overall. This is your boy Burn. You can follow me, OG Bernie, O G B U R N I E. That's my music page. If you want to follow me for my nonsense, it's Parkisum, P A R K I S U M. Enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and I'll see you on the next episode. Burn! Hey, yo, what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie, and you can get the Let Burn Rant podcast worldwide. All your streaming sites right now that do podcasts, you can get it mainly on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now on Spotify. Go click, listen, and enjoy. Burn.